Time for the wheel nerds. Uh, wait, hold on. Uh, it's time about bit. Come on, you. Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 27. I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. We're going to be talking about motorcycles and phallic symbolism in classical antiquity. Mm-hmm. We're going to start this week with the with... Greeks. You don't know anything about the Greeks. <laughs> I saw uh, Charlton Heston movies. So, Todd, uh, I saw you on your bike today. Did you? I, I rode in the morning and stuff, but uh-huh. uh, you were riding all day. Yeah, yeah. I rode, rode in in a rainstorm and rode your house in a snowstorm. That was pretty sweet. Yeah, I saw you at the drive through on Carl's when I was driving by in my car. Well, you have to get a layer of fat to survive in the winter, <laughs> particularly when riding. Because let me tell you a little thing about winter riding, and this will this will come as a great surprise to everybody. It is fucking cold out there, man. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, all your electrics and shit going. I got the electric going, but like, you know, like the rest of your body that isn't covered by electrics yeah. and like your neck and all this, you know, like the little, little slit of skin between your neck thing and your helmet. Yeah. Yeah, that gets real cold and uncomfortable. I got like the, the mouth thing that goes up over. Yeah, I, I might have, have to get one of those. I don't have much. There's no slit. Yeah, does that help with the fogging any? Uh, it makes it worse. Really? Yeah, because instead of your breath going down, it just all goes right oh, through the there's, visor. There's one arrow stitch cells that looks like it might actually be good but it's supposed um, to like divert your breath down i've just got you know a, a cheap one yeah. That, yeah that's what i've got and i just have it go up to the bottom of the helmet this is stupid but when i put it on uh-huh. i stick it in my mouth and then i put the helmet on oh okay so yeah. it gets dragged down just to my chin oh, okay i usually just make sure the chin strap covers part of it so it at least covers the bottom of the chin until the beard takes over uh. it's not perfect but it's better <laughs> than nothing but yeah so i'm 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 experimenting with the no car game. Yeah, this is your first day of, and, and this yeah. is my first really shit day. Yeah. that I've hit, and I'll tell you what. Man. And it wasn't even that bad a day, really. It was just uh, rainy, cold, you know, even slushy. No, no, and then the, the snow this afternoon wasn't too bad, but it's just like <laughs> no accumulation. No, that's true. Except on the bike, um, <laughs> it's probably piling up out there right now. <laughs> You looked good at the drive-thru on Carl's. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I was tw- getting some fatties. I looked twice and saw I was like, there's a dude on a motorcycle. Oh, that's Todd. <laughs> the fuck else would it be? <laughs> Although I actually did see one guy out on his Harley, but he looked really uncomfortable on it. He was, it looked like, it looked like a kid that had stolen his dad's Harley. This guy mm. had his bars so far forward, he was like full extension of his back and his arms all the way up to them. They were ape hangers and they were like tilted way far forward. I, you know what? I don't get the ape hangers. I don't either. I don't, I'm, I don't, I'm baffled. I haven't ridden with ape hangers at all, so mm-hmm. maybe it's a you've got to experience this. I, I've, but... used, I've used baby ape hangers that are like about shoulder height, and those are okay, actually. That's a fairly okay place to have your hands. Yeah, but they're back a little more than that. So they're, you know, your arms are fairly bent, and you're holding them in a fairly natural position. I've never done the big high ones where, you know, you literally are like hanging like a monkey. Yeah. I, I'm not, I don't, I don't get it. I mean... Uh, yeah, it, it doesn't do anything for me. And it'd be really bad in the winter because the last thing you want to do in the winter is put your arms out. <laughs> Make as small a target for the wind as possible. So I've ordered a windshield for the Ural and uh, some new carb flanges so it'll stop making that awful popping noise. And... Uh, some uh, lowers that I have to wait to come are from you, the distributor. Are, are you going to make it through the winter on this thing? I don't know. Because <laughs> today was pretty mild. I mean... Relatively, well, yeah, yeah, I agree. Relatively speaking, Come today February? Was really mild. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, one of the big... One of the things that's really killing me is the... the 
get up in the morning, wait for the damn thing to warm up, and ride in the freezing cold with rain and your visor fogging in the dark. <laughs> That's really not my favorite kind of riding, <laughs> I have to say. I, maybe when it gets lighter, it might help. But, man, I'll tell you what, riding it in the dark and then you add rain or snow on it. Like, yeah. I've been riding it in the dark for the last couple of weeks, and it's been like, all right, it's cold some days, but whatever. The uh, had the rain or snow in it. It suddenly goes from like this is maybe not the greatest thing to this really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like that's why no one does this. this. Is why no one fucking does this. Adventure. But we'll see. Ad- adventure. 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 <laughs> How's that adventure feel? <laughs> <laughs> adventure hurts. <laughs> Adventure is cold and uncomfortable. <laughs> this sucks. Adventure is like a car with a heater that doesn't work and windows that are stuck down. <laughs> and no heated seats. I'm going home. <laughs> putting on my polo shirt. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going home and I'm putting on my polo shirt and I'm getting my goddamn Volvo. <laughs> With the heat blasting and Vivaldi on the stereo. Fuck you, adventure. <laughs> Go to hell, adventure. You can suck it. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. I'm thinking the windshield, the fairing may work. I got a I got a deal because there are no black Ural fairings to be had in North America, so I'm getting a dark blue one. You're putting a dark blue fairing on, on your black bike. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, the, I'll paint it come come summer, and I'll paint it something cool. But <laughs> you know what? I, you know, it was like one of those things. Like we can oh, order one, God. but it'll take a while. I'm like, just fucking get it here now, Claude. If you're listening, Todd desperately needs you. <laughs> Oh, God. After we talked to Claude, I went and looked at his site for a long time. I kept looking at the, the sidecar frame yeah. you can buy that comes with mounts and stuff. Okay. And looking at it, and I'm like, Chuck could help me build a wooden body for a sidecar. <laughs> then I could be on the Strom, which has a fairing and a windshield. That would be nice. I think I would enjoy that. Really? So you can just buy the subframe? To... Yeah, so you can just buy the subframe and the sidecar frame and then build your own onto it. You know, it's a lot of people, I mean, people do them out of fiberglass and out of, like, all kinds of shit. And sure. We plenty can, of guys do them out of wood. And... We can make it out like a canoe, wood and fiberglass. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you'd be pretty solid at that point. And... I'm not saying make a boat. <laughs> <laughs> no. Claude's no. doing that for us. He's already in the middle of that. <laughs> <laughs> Employ those same techniques. So, yeah, so look for the, look for the, uh, the recurring... Uh, Todd segment in winter. On Wheel it's the Todd in winter. Adventure. Sad Todd in snow. <laughs> Ad- we, we adventure. Got... <laughs> adventure one, Todd zero. <laughs> Adventure's kicking my ass. Speaking uh, of ass kicking. Oh, man, those fucking bikers. <laughs> These bikers, I think, owe us some royalties. <laughs> So this article's been going around about this uh, this biker feud in California. And apparently the feud's been going on for you, and the article is, is nigh illegible. It's, uh, man, it's, whoever wrote it was drinking way too much oh, of the Starbucks. Oh, God, a lot, a lot of something <laughs> just all over the place. If you manage to parse out what actually happened, apparently about a year ago, a bunch of bikers got in a fight over a Starbucks. Like real bikers, like, like Hell's Angels. Like Hell's Angels and the, the Vagos. Mongols? No, no, it was the Vagos. It was the Vagos. <laughs> Oh God! We're gonna get killed. Aren't I we? know. I'm like, <laughs> no, we're all gonna die. No, it's the Hell's Angels and the Vagos. The Vagos? Yeah, which I think is like vagabonds or something like that. But so apparently they were, you know, some bikers had the the Starbucks was their territory, and then you know, like the other bikers came and tried to make it their territory, and yada yada. <laughs> so then there was big fighting, and people are getting shot and stuff like that. 
the Vegas, yeah. But it all started over a Starbucks. <laughs> who got to hang out? Whose turf? The Starbucks. That's the thing they never answered. Like, who, whose turf is it now? Who won? Who got the Starbucks? <laughs> I'm going to go with the Hells Angels. They're a far so. larger organization. And just, you know, given the sheer amount of numbers of members, mm-hmm. they have a higher concentration, most likely of lawyers. That is also true, actually. It's an excellent point. And they get sued and stuff all the time. You know? yeah. So they, they've got a pretty good uh, legal contingent. They've got a, they got a legal crew <laughs> kicking around. Yeah. Insert insert your own Harley lawyer joke here. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, so I, I, all I can think is, you know, that Starbucks, like guys in onesies, adventure guys, don't go to the Santa Cruz <laughs> <laughs> Starbucks unless you really are ready for some adventure. Not like the, not the awesome in a book with pretty pictures adventure kind, like the like the with elephants. More of the more of the riding your motorcycle through the snow to work kind of adventure, <laughs> <laughs> the kind that hurts a lot. <laughs> You know, Hell for Leather did a, a sort of tongue-in-cheek story after the uh, the Greek riots and the, yeah. the London riots because uh-huh. a lot of the people that showed up were wearing motorcycle gear. It's not the worst idea I've ever heard, actually. That was their point. They started going <laughs> over, you know, kinds of gear you should wear and uh-huh. stuff. And, you know, a guy with a full-face helmet and a onesie and, and gloves, gloves and the yeah. you know, adventure boots. You're in pretty good shape at He's that ready point. to rock. Yeah. <laughs> He's ready to kick some ass. Yeah. So a bunch of adventure guys will pull up on the GSs, unplug their heated gear, and get <laughs> serve some papers. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> Go ahead. Punch me in my CE-approved armor. I dare you. <laughs> Ow, that really hurt. Ow, stop. Ow. 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 Here's another uh, story about adventure hurting. This got posted on our Facebook page. Uh, the air conditioning, heating, portable powered unit for yeah, motorcycles. That, I saw this like a year ago. It's like the, it goes like on your luggage rack, and it's a little yeah. HVAC unit with a tube that goes into your jacket. Yeah, yeah. I, first of all, I, I, can you see the guys coming up with this? They're like, "Oh, dude, I got this great idea, man. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get like a reverse, like a reverse vacuum cleaner." And a heater, and then you're going to... I'm real hungry. It's going to go in your <laughs> Hey, are you guys hungry? <laughs> well, you know, you, you told me it was old. So I activated my Super Chuck internet powers. <laughs> also known as stalking. Mm. <laughs> That's how I get my wife. Mm. <laughs> uh, it turns out the, the company in question, Introsis... Mm-hmm. It's an Israeli company. Oi. And uh, the guy, um, I didn't put his name now. It's like Glenn G. He's listed as the inventor at Entrosis. Uh, mm-hmm. Their website is still active. Doesn't oh, look like it's been updated since uh, January 2010. What gives you that idea? Because everything was dated January 2010 on, okay. their, on their hot news. But the real question, Chuck, is for those of us who really, really want to know and have 770 watt alternators going to waste, what do I have to do to get one? Well, that's what everyone on their Facebook page wants to know, too, which is uh, not being updated either (laughs) and filled with lots of people with large alternators and bundles of cash. (laughs) (laughs) This is a market screaming for a product, and and Entrosis is silent and possibly not even there anymore. I I, I say that this this smells a little like uh, they they got their venture capital and ran. (laughs) (laughs) Or ran out. (laughs) Yeah, one or the other. I mean, they clearly, at least from the video, had something to show. It might have been an empty box. I was going to say, it might have been an empty box, and they added the sound in later. (laughs) Oh, God, I'm so cool. Wow, this is great. I feel cool. (laughs) (laughs) Send money. Send money now. Lots. (laughs) No, money down. (laughs) 
Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, they were still taking pre-orders for shipping in 2010. I think they're a little behind. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just a little glance at the calendar. Yeah. 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 We're almost out of 11 now, aren't we? <laughs> oh, well. So I wouldn't hold my breath for the, uh, I don't know. My first thought was, okay, someone's invented it, which just means it's, you know, thanks to technology, it's a downhill slope to improving it. Okay, that's, get, that's fair. They'll get smaller and more compact and more convenient, mm-hmm. and pretty soon we'll have jackets with it just built in. It'll just be like normal. We'll be like, man, those people back in the early 2000s, they didn't have air-conditioned jackets, douchebag. <laughs> Riding through Moab when it's 110, laughing, yep. sipping Kool-Aid or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we'll be like old and going. I mean, look at that guy on the old Strom. Fox. Man, that's an awesome classic, that V Strom. <laughs> why is he so hot and sweaty? <laughs> why Why can't I see the stinky lines waving up from his body? <laughs> why doesn't he just turn the air conditioner on? Goddamn kids. I'd be there too, but I probably won't be on a Buell because. <laughs> Never live that long. <laughs> Ever, I give it. I give it. I think. I think it's almost time to start a Buell death pool. Oh God, Eric, I love you so, but why do you beat me? <laughs> My black eye. It's from the doorknob when I fell into it. I, I, well, you could. You could have a shitty strom too, do you, man? Well, your your shitty strom runs. Good point. <laughs> your shitty strom was going to make the trip. You could get the new strom. It I even comes in orange. I could and we get, know you like orange. Yeah, you know, it kind of looks cool. It does It does look nice, i got to say. Now, there is something that Charlie pointed out to us. Take a look at this article about the Strom, and take a look at the one where the guy's taking the stuff out of his side cases. Man, we are so going to see Oh, my people. God, he owes us so much money. <laughs> yes, that's right, folks. There's a Starbucks in the background. You know, we can we, even tie, like, probable cause or whatever the legal term is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because I post on Motorcycle.com we sh- we, we, pimping the show. We started a meme and we're not getting paid for it. <laughs> this this will not stand. I don't know. Yeah, the, the new Suzuki, the, the new V-Strom and uh, even that new Tiger, the new Uber Tiger. Yeah, the new the new Mega Tiger looks awfully attractive. That's this pretty cool looking piece yeah. of kit. Yeah, I mean, I, it looks pretty much like a fat 800 Tiger, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, the one thing about the BMW GS, when you go in and look at them now... Yeah. God, those things are wide. The ones I was looking at the dealer today, because I spent a lot of time there mm-hmm. today, they just seemed a lot fatter than your your Strom. Well, it's quite possible they are fatter than the Strom now. Well, a Strom, not your Strom. Your Strom has <laughs> stuff. <laughs> my, st- my Strom has crap bolted to its crap. <laughs> you know how those those the mines they use in the World War II movies with all the stuff poking out of it? Yeah, yeah. That's essentially your Strom. It's got that kind of look about it, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> I, need, I need a luggage rack and it needs a case on it and the case needs a luggage rack on it, and I'm going to get a smaller case that goes on that luggage rack with its own tiny luggage rack, and then on that I'm going to put a case, and on that, and then there will be a space warp, and it'll be sucked into a black hole. It'll be great. Does your Strom have one or two pipes? Two, two. Okay. Yep. I thought I saw Strom with one. The Wii's have one. The V's have two. Okay. A lot of the Wii owners actually they'll take a uh, like a PVC tube with a screw cap and they'll put it in the space where the pipe would go on a V. Some people even put a fake beauty panel. The outer panels of the Strom's mufflers are fake. They're right. just like yeah. you can touch them when they'll it's They'll make hot. a fake pipe. They'll make a fake pipe that they can store stuff in. That's kind of cool. That's where they smuggle the weed from Canada. I yeah, I guess. <laughs> Most of them are like I put tools in there. Uh-huh. Tools. Tools. <laughs> hey, are you say. hungry? Dude, I'm so hungry. <laughs> 
Let's get some ice cream. There's smoke coming out of your pipe. <laughs> yeah. I'm real hungry. <laughs> uh, oh, we got a Craigslist ad of the week. Oh, do we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What Ooh. is Pips. 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 That's the stuff that goes on people's shoulders in the army, right? Mm-hmm. Like yep. The, but these are, these are victory pips, stage one, which I guess means they're really good. That looks like they'd be awfully heavily on someone's shoulder. Well, you know. I can't see walking around. It's not your tribe. You don't rock this kind of style. That's like a, a third world nation general kind of. Yeah. Well, if you turn fast, you could totally like knock people out with them. <laughs> <laughs> Loud pipes save lives. And loud pips the, save lives. Loud pips save lips. Loud pips save lips. What? Loud pips save lips. Okay. It makes as much sense as the other one. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> now you get all technical on me. That doesn't make sense at all. That doesn't make sense at all. Why are you not being sensible on our totally sensible show? Shut up. Where we ride motorcycles in the winter, which is really sensible. Oh, I found something out. What's that? The real wheel on the Thruxton. Yeah. Slides real easy. Does it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it just a crappy tire? No, it was the the brakes. I, well, I don't think it's the, the tire. Oh, brakes a bit tetchy, is it? I was coming off at uh, 7th, uh-huh. and, you know. Of course, somebody was stopped. No, not even just somebody stopped. It was a line of cars, and the first five all went through. Yeah, okay. The last guy stopped. Stopped. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hate so I, I just I got on him real hard in the, the rear and just went <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I looked awfully cool doing it <laughs> you stopped people are like are you okay and you're like come with me if you want to live just pointed at the girl in the corner <laughs> there went the clothes you on and I don't mean the bike. <laughs> but your back seat is covered with your beauty panel. It's called a cow. It's not a beauty panel. It's a beauty panel. It's a cow. It's a goddamn beauty panel. Oh, come on. It's a look at how racy I am beauty panel. No one ever I'm calls, racy. No one ever calls it that. Balls. It's a beauty panel. <laughs> Balls. They're all afraid to. It's a cow. Come on. Beauty panel. Beauty panel. That implies it serves no purpose whatsoever. Chuck. Yes. It serves no purpose whatsoever. It does too. Like what? Keeps the girls off from climbing on it every stoplight. So it's more like a prophylactic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, not even. Can I call it your seat condom? It's more like a repellent. It's a seat condom. <laughs> so we do have an update too from news one update. of our listeners. Yes. News update. News update. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Noob slider. <laughs> I like to call him slider. John. He's got a new bike. Yeah? Yeah. Got the Ninja 500 he was looking at? Yeah. Sick. Been riding it, too. I don't know how he's doing it, because he's he's got a broken shoulder. Shoulder or something? (laughs) Broken shoulder, cracked knee. Doesn't doesn't shift much? (laughs) 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 It's uh, It's, uh, his right shoulder. Right side. So I guess he's he's using the front brake. I don't know. I don't really know. But he's Uh, riding. Probably not today. Only an idiot would ride today. (laughs) (laughs) I did ride this morning, so there's, okay, you don't feel right. there's two of us. There's, there's one and a half idiots in the room. <laughs> yeah, no, he's riding. He's back on it. I was honestly shocked. I didn't mm-hmm. think he would get back on it so soon. Well, it sounded like he was a little excited to do so, but his uh, better his half was yeah. less excited about the notion. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know if he told her beforehand. Because mm. the first bike, I don't <laughs> one know. One of those. If, I don't know if you know this. The first bike he bought while she was out of town. Oh, so there's a, there's a trend being established. Ask for forgiveness, not for permission. Yeah, <laughs> that uh, that's 
not actually very good advice, guys. Don't follow that. <laughs> You're newlywed. What do you know? <laughs> I know when to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> so does he. <laughs> What's that in the garage? What? Uh, uh, nothing. Goodness. <laughs> Where did that come from? Wow. <laughs> I won a contest <laughs> on the wheel nerds. <laughs> they gave me this new bike. And, <laughs> and a payment plan. Wait. That's I, something I have a question. Want. Yeah? What color is it? It blew. <laughs> Uh, interestingly, that's not just there for our own amusement. That is still funny, by the way. It hasn't, <laughs> hasn't worn off yet. I don't know if it's actually blue, but... <laughs> there, there, there's more news from the It Blue uh, category. Yeah. Ch- Chad, who originally turned us on to this moped ad. Dude, you took one for the team here. <laughs> <laughs> he got in touch with the guy and asked for pictures. <laughs> You've looked at the pictures, yeah? Yeah, It, it it's, Blue. It's, <laughs> it Blue. It's a moped. No doubt. <laughs> But uh, Chad now has a new best friend new for BFF. life. <laughs> they're watching movies together. Oh yeah, they were they were hanging out. They got some ice cream. They're taking uh, long walks on the beach, eating spaghetti from the same plate. Yeah, nosing meatballs at each other. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So the the, uh, the ad, if you remember it from last week, was a questionable. We we thought maybe it had been washed through a voice-to-text mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, like a bad voice-to-text kind of thing. I don't think so now. No. Because we got the text messages Chad forwarded to us. Select readings from the Moped Guy with your host, Chuck. Welcome. And now. Let me, if you want to buy it. Let me know. Hello. I could totally see this guy outside Chad's window. Hello. track chad's down with like find my friends or something oh god we can we can just hope chad gets out of this one piece without someone else wearing his skin like a suit i brought microwave popcorn (laughs) did you bring the moped i don't deliver (laughs) i know delivery no delivery (laughs) so yeah um Thanks, so we'll, we'll, thanks, Chad. We'll keep you uh, updated on the cyberstalking of Chad. <laughs> Poor Chad. <laughs> Chad's, uh, you know, his last email said he was going to snap that baby up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just hope he can go get it. <laughs> I think we have officially beaten this joke to death. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, my wife and I were talking about uh, clothes. Yeah. Because I was clothes shopping. Mm-hmm. I actually know what it was. She was listening to uh, last week's show. Yeah. She turned to me and she said, you're not really going to go wear leather pants, are you? <laughs> and I was like, look, here, I'm, I'm shopping some right now. And she was like, oh, God. <laughs> really? <laughs> I got a pair of chaps you can use if you want. I'm not using them. 
You know, that's it. Fuck it. I, you know, she's going to give me shit about the leather pants. I'm going straight to chaps. It's chap time. Fuck. Yeah. It's on. <laughs> it is. Chaps. Uh-huh. You know, whenever I think of chaps, I just think of the Blue Oyster Bar. Yeah, well, that's, that's your problem. <laughs> I know. You have to live inside Chuck's head all the time. You know, they do the tango. Well, our next guest is a guy who hangs out by roads and takes pictures of you as you go by. Mm-hmm. Yep. That doesn't him. sound creepy at all. No, no, it's not the least bit creepy. I'm sure he, you know. With big telephoto lens. Yeah, he doesn't use a big telephoto lens and <laughs> go home and post pictures of you on the internet. And he's always there. Always there. He has this particular spot he likes to hide out. But yes, no, our guest this week is uh, Daryl Cannon. Killboy. Of Killboy. Hello, guys. How you doing? Good, good, good. Thanks for being on the show with us. Uh, my pleasure. Yeah, Hello. so you may you may have uh, seen Daryl's work while you were screwing off at work. Not that I've ever done this. Certainly, I got okay. So I, I got to ask this first question: How much of a dent do you think you actually make in the nation's productivity every time you release a new set of pictures? Because I'm thinking it's non-zero. It's there, yeah. I mean, people talk about they you know, spend their Wednesdays just updating regularly and, and continuously and seeing what, when the post goes on and what what they can see, and um, very flattering, um, but kind of scary how much productivity is probably lost. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, corporate America. <laughs> Daryl is responsible for the recession. You heard it first. <laughs> Everyone show up at Daryl's house. Uh, well, you know, I'm sitting there just hitting refresh over and over on this site that keeps showing me pictures of cars and motorcycles, and I'm there to see boobies. Everybody wants the boobies. <laughs> well, yeah. I... Yeah, everybody. You know, what's, what's the famous line? Once you've seen uh, one set, then you, I want you want to see all, all the others. How, is that what got you started with this whole thing? You were taking pictures of boobies as they were driving by? <laughs> set up all over the place. There's a dude in uh, California on the Mulholland there who's there all the time. You got there's kind of like like baby killboys all around the country. No, you you've started a cottage industry of people taking pictures or well that guy in California, he's like taking video waiting for people to wreck. <laughs> I think well, a lot of people say that about us too and and that's really not the case. I mean, he's I helped him get started. We we Big, yeah, Rock Store Photos is the one that's kind of big over there. And, yeah, he's gotten some crash stuff, too. But just like us, you know, that's not a way to conduct business. You don't want your customers to be getting hurt and killed. There's no way to stay in business. So we do everything we can to try to keep people from that. And I definitely do not want to see people crashing or, you know, mm-hmm. get the pictures crashing necessarily. But if, if it's going to happen in front of me, there's not much else I can do. So I just hold the button down, and, and they almost always... Eventually, want them. Maybe not necessarily initially. The ego is uh, is a pretty powerful thing, especially among men. But almost always, they come back afterwards and they want the shots. And we always give them uh, away. We never charge. 
we never make any money off of misfortune, you know. So crash photos are free. Kind of a joke, you know. Everybody knows he's crashing in front of Killboy. He gets pictures for free. That doesn't but, seem yeah. like a bargain, per se. <laughs> Good tip. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't think anybody's ever intentionally thrown it down in front of us, but they, you know, it's kind of understood among those who are familiar with that work that that's, that's how it is. Yeah, if they, if they go down in front of us, they, we send them the pictures at no cost. For sure, we don't want to make any money off of off of stuff like that. Well, there was an 11-page article in Motorcyclist uh, a couple years ago that was all crash photos, and they, you know, they paid us the typical rate for that, and we donated that to charity. Oh, and, wow. of course, the crash cool. photos do bring notoriety. I mean, there's an argument there that you are still benefiting from them in the, you know, the increased notoriety and things like that, and we can't help that. But, you know, I think there's something to be learned from the crash photos, and remember this stuff happens. Wear your gear. Be careful. You know, don't show off in front of us and you'll have a better day. <laughs> Do you see that as a problem? Do you get a lot of people trying to show off in front of you? Uh, not a lot. You know, people know that, you know, for the most part, that you don't want to wreck in front of us unless you just want those pictures. But I think, you know, there's just different types of people out there, and there are some that are going to push it and show off and try to, try to get a better shot. It's hard to, you know, even myself, being out there as much as we do, it's still hard to just act 100% natural whenever you go by a photographer, you know, it's hard to not mm. change something. Not necessarily be showing off, but just something about your focus and concentration is a little mm -hmm. distracted. That's something that everybody has to work on. You know, you people go down all the time and they blame other things. We haven't really had any instances where people have gotten nasty with us and blamed us, but, you know, the day may come and, and you got to just kind of take personal responsibilities. There's people out there that show off, but we see a lot of people, too, that kind of straighten their act up. They'll come into our viewing area and they'll maybe, like, cut a turn and be crossing the double yellow, and they know that that's a big no-no with us. We chastise mm -hmm. people on almost a weekly basis about staying in your lane, you know, don't don't cross over. So that's cool. I mean, anything we can do, even if they only do it in front of us, you know, anything that helps persuade people to act like they got some sense out there. And, and At least nice to people. act like it, even if they don't have any sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, just, just like for a the person camera. with sense for the camera it'll be great okay I've never been out there first time I'm out there and I'm coming through and I come through that corner and I see you what do I see I mean do I see like a dude with a giant telescopic lens and a big banner that says kill boy circus tent bears elephants yeah is there a guy in a camouflage vest with aviator sunglasses uh, yeah you know have you had therapy for your stalking problem <laughs> There you go. You know, we do have big cameras and lenses, but we tend to be as far off the road as we can, first of all. I don't want to crowd people, mm. but we are limited to how far away we can get from the road. There's just, you know, the whole road, Bill's Gap is kind of on the side of a mountain, so to speak. So one side of the road is a drop-off. The other side of the road is an incline. So we can only get so far away from the road, and we try to stay as far back as we can. And we tend to be sitting down, but sometimes we're standing. We've got little holes and things that we stand in sometimes to get weird um, perspectives, you know, down level with the road, things like that. So you might come around the corner and all you see is our head and the camera. But we've also got the easiest, the, the quick canopies that's kind of pushing what's allowed, you know, on the roadside. But mm -hmm. they're cool with us because they see that, you know, yeah, there's going to be people kind of showing off. And if we weren't there, maybe they wouldn't be showing off. But there's always going to be crowds and there's always going to be people on the side of the road. And obviously with all the competitors, if we're not out there, somebody else is going to be taking pictures for that matter. But, yeah, when you come around the corner, you'll you'll see an easy up with the logo on it. And then somebody usually sitting there getting the pictures as they go by and trying not to be distracted. We don't use flashes. We've kicked around just totally hiding in camouflage. But there's like a line we're trying to walk between mm -hmm. being obvious enough that people know where to go to get their pictures 
picture, but not being sure. distracted, you know, and it's like if we were camoed out and had to find down the road or something, that would work too. But if anybody ever saw us in the woods wearing camo, taking the picture. Oh, I'd crap you, my pants. Yeah, you can <laughs> what would go down at the end. People would be like, man, there's somebody down there and they're, you know, they're spying on you for the cops or whatever, you know. So. You ever have anyone confront you about taking pictures or taking their picture particularly? Yeah, occasionally there are people who are not comfortable with that or they ask us afterwards maybe to take the pictures down it's actually surprisingly uncommon we get maybe two people a year that stop physically or pull over and ask not to and then we get maybe a dozen or so a year to ask after the fact not uh, to take the picture down or something like that these are pretty good you know we've had a couple of people who are irate that feel they have some kind of right to privacy and I don't argue with them. It just doesn't serve any purpose, but you really do not have an argument. We don't have to not take your picture. You're on a public highway, and the First Amendment is the freedom of the press, and that includes everybody's the press when you got a camera. You don't have to be certified or go to school or anything, you, and especially in today's society where everybody's got a camera on their phone. That ends up being the news. You know, that makes you press. But if somebody asks us, especially politely, but we've never not taken anybody's picture down. Even if they get ugly, we, we'll delete their pictures or remove them from the store, whatever needs to be done there. But for the most part, people are cool with it. A lot of people that are waving and smiling and, oh, look, you're taking our picture in the minivan, you know, and they're really surprised that somebody's out there taking their shot, and, and that's cool, you know, it makes you feel good. So I got I got to ask, have you, have you sold a lot of big, fancy framed minivan pictures? <laughs> uh, well, you'd be surprised. Um, <laughs> it's like a family don't. portrait. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we try to we try to keep it in mind when we're shooting those guys and 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 not shoot trade secret here, not shoot quite so tight on vehicles that probably aren't enthusiasts. You know, yeah, it's more about the scenery to them, and they want a picture of the of the beautiful backdrop, and maybe their vehicle is a little smaller in the shot. Whereas the guy on the, the polished up cruiser, he wants a tight shot of his bike. You know, we sold church bus photos and semi photos, and bunch of nuns mooning showing his boobs <laughs> yeah. to him. <laughs> Not yet, not yet. was like, I'm going to hell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, Daryl, you're there. You're in the corner. You're ready to take a shot. And an Amish buggy comes around the corner. Do you take the picture? Shoot, Jeff. Nothing else is coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, will. I mean, with digital, you know, with digital photography now and the internet it doesn't cost hardly anything once you're already out there and set up and all the expenses are pretty much covered at that point so if nothing's coming i'll shoot anything that that goes by people on bicycles yeah. you know pick up trucks and stuff like that they buy pictures sometimes too so you know oh, yeah, hey, why not? you know so i would yeah. if i was you know not fat, fat <laughs> lazy <laughs> not wanting to ride a pedal bike up a hill <laughs> I so do it. Painful sometimes watching some of those guys that pedal bike by. And question about years ago. See, when you started this, you said you were just kind of doing it on the side of the road just for giggles. At, at what point did it go from just kind of something that was fun to holy shit, this is a big deal. I'm, I'm a big deal. I have a bajillion people coming to my site. I'm, I'm ruining the world's productivity on Wednesday. I don't know if I really thought it'd be a big deal. I thought maybe I could supplement my income, but I mean, initially. It wasn't the intention wasn't really to to do this. It's just it was a it's coincidence. You were stalking a chick, weren't you? <laughs> you figured it out. Yeah, there's so many, <laughs> so many girls up there to get to. I tell you, that's the place to go meet them. It cracks me up to see guys, you know, come in. They've got like the spare helmet on the side of their sport bike, and I'm like, man, you just you just don't know. There's no reason to bring an extra helmet here. This is my sponsored fest. You can always tell somebody's first time. You know, it's like. You know, I can tell you it's the first time here, you brought an extra helmet. You know, you're not picking up any of 
I'm meeting a woman. That's She's going to show me her boobies. I saw it on Killboy. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, most of them are, are, you know, taking her smoking pool or whatever. I didn't meet my wife there, so like, ironically, I can't I can't say much about that. She was working at the store. I don't know, I mean, I just picked up a cheap point-and-shoot digital camera with a gift certificate that I won at work, actually, while I worked at a, in a factory. I, I drove forklift. I worked shipping docks for the years before I started this. Everybody hangs out at the Overlook at the end. It's a big open area that's got a real pretty overlook of the lake down below and it's just uh, awfully sunny and hot there I'm like a redheaded fair skinned guy so I couldn't really hang out there so I would go hang out in the turns and, and get some shade and watch people when I want to take a break just kind of watch people go by and got that camera on a whim and started you know getting some shots of people the, the website I had registered it years earlier before I really even got into motorcycles killboy.com and it was just whatever I was into before there were blogs it was, I was talking about what I was into so it would be RC cars or video games or whatever and, and I started taking pictures and putting them up there and talking about what was going on at the Gap people started visiting regularly and even if they couldn't come they would keep up with what was going on based on you know what I was putting up there and I did a lot more talking back then my pictures weren't as good kept taking pictures and it got more and more popular and people started you know hey take my picture I want to go there and download it off your site you know and Hey, you can make a living at this, you know. You could you could sell these pictures, blah blah. blah. So uh, the light started to come on. I started see if I could sell the shots, you know. So I started putting them on an online store, and it just took right off. You know, within a couple of weeks, I was filling orders to the point that I really couldn't didn't have much time. I was working forty hour a week and trying to fill orders. So I quit the job after a couple of weeks of going commercial with the photography thing. And I was living in Middle Tennessee at the time, two hours away. So I was just coming up on every every weekend, every other weekend and getting the shots on the weekends and then going back home and, and uh, Ron and Nancy Johnson with Tell the Dragon kind of got in with them and they started using the shots to promote their site and and to help promote me. And they invited me to move into one of their houses. Um, they rent three houses and they have a storage building that's livable and I moved into the livable storage area. And, Darren, yeah, let, me, yeah. let me stop you right there. So you're a dude living in a shack on a mountain. <laughs> Scary, I know. You're the dude they make horror movies about. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that means Texas Chainsaw, nice Wrong place. Turn, all of those horror movies. It's about him. They they start with a dude watching other people do things, the and he's got joke. a shack. <laughs> it's him. I'm telling you. Shack, quit alienating the guests. <laughs> I have family in the South. I know. <laughs> but, okay, you were you were there in the shed. The job your, was costing you too much money, so it's time to move into a shed. With your furniture made of human bones. <laughs> I never, yeah, I've never been good into hunting. I'm not much of a country boy. I wouldn't do too well if I had to provide for myself, you know, based on the land or whatever. I'm, I'm microwaving hot pockets all day long before uh, they'll kill something. So Yeah, that's but, us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much everybody these days. It's just too easy. So that's your. This is like your full time gig then, being being Killboy. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's it's full time for me, my wife, oh. two other photographers, and then two two more are sort of part time. So it's full time gig for like four or five of us. It sounds all you know great and, and everything, but we put in dozens and dozens of hours every week. Lori, good grief, she spends probably hundred hours a week in front of the computer. It's lots and lots of work, but you know people like what we do, and that's a big thing to me. I like doing something where people are are grateful for what we do and they say thanks a lot and everything so 
They spend that time answering emails from two-bit obscure podcasts that want to get them on for an hour and make fun of them. <laughs> you ever get tempted to? Uh, you ever get tempted to just take a picture of your ass and put it on the page and be like, you know, screw you guys, I'm sick of taking pictures of you. <laughs> just work that in there into the random. Uh, <laughs> people looking for the picture and there's not going to ask. See how many people buy it. See how many people notice. <laughs> Orders picked up this week. I don't know why. Eight by ten glasses. <laughs> I just send them that instead of what they ordered. I can <laughs> Well, now you've got now you've got your exit strategy ready to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This week's orders <laughs> all ass. <laughs> okay, so you know, uh, a year or so back, maybe two years now, um, there was a lot of uh, talk around the internet about the, the law enforcement get really amping up on, on uh, Deals Gap there and the, and the effect it was having on tourism and, and just the, the area in general. How did that really play out? I think it was actually in 07 that they really, they really came out and went crazy. They had this um, big crackdown. They had like 12, 14 units on the nine-mile section of road, so it was more than, you know, one a mile. And they were really busting people's chops for just whatever, you know. It was like Ron Johnson ended up getting a ticket for having a video camera inside his vehicle. The argument was that you couldn't have a display um, distracting driver, you know. It's like, well, what about GPS or backup cameras and, you know, all those things. So he ended up getting thrown out, but... Um, what about all the shit in your cruiser, copper? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You've yeah, got yeah. a laptop. <laughs> All the distractions there. Well, they're, they're trained professionals. Yeah, they're getting people for, you know, just a lot of little stuff. To, uh, and, I mean, some of it's legit. Uh, not having proper eye protection. So you got these people um, with open-face helmets. you got to have on, like, sunglasses or something to protect your eyes from bugs and stuff. I mean, you know, I mean, that's understandable. Something flies in your eye and you end up taking somebody else out. That ain't right. So they're getting people for that. And then, of course, the, the, the novelty helmets. It created a big backlash pretty quick. And Nancy Johnson started to pay where you could click one link and send emails to, to all the relevant politicians to, to try to get something done, send a message, you know, and, and a mm-hmm. lot of people went that route. And, and, of course, they couldn't really back off completely because they don't want to make it look like they caved to what everybody just wants. They don't want to make time. it look like they're listening to those who elect them or well, whatnot. Well, in, in fairness, <laughs> you know, if you're like, okay, we're backing off the, we're backing off yeah, the yeah. enforcement, everybody's going to think, well, it's cowboy country now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, that you know, for a while there, there would be, you know, two or three, four out there on the weekends and then, you know, one or two during the week. And, you know, the whole idea was for safety always. But there really hadn't been any bad safety issues or fatalities and everything for like months. Speaking of, of mayhem and fatalities on, on the deals gap there, why Killboy? Yeah, no, that doesn't really, you know, that's, a lot of people are like, can you pick something better? Huh? You know, like I said... <laughs> That whole thing started before I was even had a motorcycle. Um, I was just playing online uh, World War II flight sims, actually. I was flying around in planes, and you couldn't be flying around as, you know, Daryl Cannon. I was in their band, well, I still am, a band called The Offspring, and they have a song called Killboy Powerhead, and I was like, okay, that'd be a cool nickname. I don't really like the song, but, then, you know, the nickname's cool. Killboy's your gamer tag? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was and it, well, it still kind of is, but, but yeah, that's where that's that all cool. started. Can I, can I add Killboy? <laughs> We've, uh, we've totally just taken combat. away his cool guy credit. Can we play some modern combat together? That would be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally on there. Um, I'm, I had to do killboy.com. Actually, killboy is kind of common now. A lot of people yeah. uh, <laughs> take that before I can get it. But dot, killboy.com all spelled out. Nobody's got that. That's what I usually use. Um, you know, our, our friend our friend here would never uh, forgive us if we didn't ask this, being the North Carolina area. Mm-hmm. I have a question about the roads there. Yeah. Is it true 
that the roads are indeed paved with gold, and around every curb there is a beautiful woman with free beer. That's a Bible Belt. There isn't much beer. <laughs> <laughs> John, you lied to us. You've lied to us all this time. Dry shattered. The county that we live in is actually the last tri county in North Carolina. So people have to um, go somewhere else and bring their own um, beer in. Ironically, though, there is a oh. grandfather clause that if you own a resort, you are allowed to serve alcohol. And okay. to, be quali- to be qualified as a resort, you have to have these certain credentials, which include, you know, you got to have at least two tennis courts or a swimming pool and a horse <laughs> table. And, and I'm not joking now. I'm getting to the point here. Check this out. And you got to have a place to stay in a restaurant, you know, in a hotel. And so, like, the Polka Lodge down the road, they put in tennis courts on top of their parking area so that they would qualify and they could sell alcohol down there. And, uh, wow. I, I think we found a place with crazier liquor laws than Utah. John, you don't and get to make fun recently, of Utah anymore. <laughs> and, yeah, recently, Dill's Got Motorcycle Resort itself got their license to serve by putting in a horse stable in the middle of the parking lot. They've got a horse stable down there that never gets used for horses, of course. And then they put in, they built two nice tennis courts up above the property that are, that are way up, kind of out of the way, and they're really nice, and they'd be a great place to go play tennis. I don't think many people ever go up there, though, but the horse stable's in the middle of the property. you got to confuse people when they see that. But that's what they had to do, so now they serve. Yeah. I'm in thinking the there's a there's a general contractor out there somewhere who had a hand in some of these laws. Sounds <laughs> like it, doesn't it? He specializes in horse stables and tennis courts. <laughs> Bob's Horse Stable and Tennis Court Emporium is <laughs> in support of this law. Yeah, okay, so John, you don't get to make fun of Utah ever again. <laughs> ever. All right, so everybody, everybody goes out there for the Tale of the Dragon deals gap, but so... Let's say we're going on a vacation out there. So we know we got to go for those Let's, two. Cause you we're going on a vacation out there. What do we go oh, look at, yeah, Daryl? I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean besides you on the side of the road. <laughs> well, you show I mean, us your boobies. Besides boobies on the side of the road. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, a lot of the guys, especially, you know, we talk about how the police and how that changed. You ask about how it changed things. And it did, it did change the um, – clientele that were out there because it, it ran off a lot of the riffraff and and, and then a lot of local guys too that, that were coming out and making hot runs they kind of got ran away and it changed from being a balance of almost equal parts sport bike touring bike cruiser to mostly cruisers now with touring bikes and sports cars but not a whole lot of sport bikes so a lot of guys on the bigger bikes and the cruisers and stuff they they come and they do the dragon, you know, so they can say they did it and get their photos and sh- shirts and stickers and things. But they really like the other roads usually better is what I hear a lot of them say. You know, it's just too tight. The dragon's too tight for the big bikes. and They drag parts a lot and all that. So and there's really not that much scenery. The dragon's pretty much in canopy the whole way. So there's not a whole lot to see um, on that road. And, and, you know, if you have a passenger on the back and, and something like that, there's really not a lot for them to look at. They can just show their boobies. But... Yeah. <laughs> There's other roads around the area that are real popular. You know, the Cherahala Skyway um, is probably the most popular. It goes up over a mile high. You see off both sides for miles and miles. You're looking down on mountains. And it's a really impressive road. Um, but aside from the roads, you know, there is a lot of a lot of cool rustic stuff. Like there's a lot of hiking and kayaking, but there's not a lot of nightlife. You know, not a lot of urban type entertainment. When's the best time to come out there to really oh. enjoy the area and, and not? wait in line to go ride on the on the dragon 
there's no waiting in line usually, but it, it is hard to predict. There's a lot of people making these blanket rules that really don't apply. Like, you know, don't go on the weekends because it's always busy. Well, it's not really always the case, but in general, sometimes it's busy on Saturdays and Sundays, and on average, it's probably busier. But there are days during the week where it's pretty busy, and there are times on the weekends when it's just crazy dead. You really just got to kind of pick a day that you can get off and you know, or not a day, I should say, it's several days because we do get rain a little more frequently than normal. Yeah, I mean, we tell people to, to just kind of at least plan three days and you should get two days of riding in. You might have a day of rain in there. People ask me what it's going to be like, you know, three months out. And I'm like, dude, if I could tell you that, I wouldn't be doing this. Um, <laughs> I'd be on TV. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Daryl, for talking with us. Daryl's site is killboy.com. If you aren't already looking at it and ruining your productivity on Wednesdays, you should probably start. Appreciate that. That was cool. Well, that's that. There you go. Creepy guys who stand on the side of the road and take pictures of you and post it on the internet. You're creeping me out. Hi, Chuck. I know what I'm doing this weekend. This you're, one time. You're getting stuff on the mic. A girl touched me. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Can't do that for too long. I have to pass out Barker. I'm all dizzy now. <laughs> Go to the listener mail. <laughs> Uh, listener mail, Peter in Vancouver. He sends us a website, Jack Reap. Ripe? Yeah, I went in to check com. this out. Not while I was at work, some other time. Let's see. Peter writes, if you, can, if you can't find some material here, you're a couple of swug fackling muckalards? Yeah, I think what so. What the fuck? Dude, I have no idea. P.S. I purchased Todd's novel and I want my 99 cents back. No refunds. At least he didn't ask for those 30 minutes of his life back. <laughs> well, if he purchased the novel, he would have had to read half of it because he would have it free. So it probably took more than 30 minutes unless he's a really fast reader. On the bright side, I just got a check for that novel. Did you? Yes, another $14, which brings the grand total of profit now up to uh, 26 Wow. Yeah, I'm fancy. I want some tacos. <laughs> you know, we advertised your novel on the show. Yeah. You should buy me some tacos. All right, I'll buy some tacos. All right. PPS, still no response from the lingerie bike cleaning lady. I have given up hope. It is a dark day in Vancouver, I can assure you. <laughs> now, I don't know how many times he tried contacting this this chick, but uh, he sent me what I think was his first email contact to her. It had a winky face in it. Yeah, well, he came off real creepy, too. Okay, yeah, that would be it. She's like, wow, I'm going to meet this guy and get raped. That doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> I'm going to get raped by a bunch of lawyers at a Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, so maybe, you know, try a different hop email address and, you know. Maybe don't be so goddamn creepy. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a hint. Just throw that out. You never know. All right, our next email. Thomas writes, I really love the latest surprise guest you pulled from behind stage left. Chris and James are the reason I keep my iPod with me at all times. I don't, I don't know. They only put out an hour, maybe 90 minutes a week. Yeah, he just listens to it over and over. That's not creepy. Wheelers kept me awake on my six-hour drive to Sacramento last week. Oh, Chris. James. Yeah. Tell me about fuel injection. How long have you been back there, Chuck? Long enough. Anyways, Wheel Nerds kept me awake on my six-hour drive to Sacramento last week, so they also have a purpose in life. Whoop-de-fucking-do. <laughs> Go to sleep with the pace, wake up with the Wheel Nerds. In bed! Wait, that means we're the ugly chick. 
coyote ugly. <laughs> so I'm browsing the same site in middle September, and yowza. Who says that? They are coming to Redondo Beach, about 20 miles from home. Who says swag fuckling muckalards? You know what? I, I, I think we can safely assume that our listeners have gone off the deep end. Oh. We've finally driven them all <laughs> barking mad. Swag fuckling? I don't know. Fackling. Swag fackling. All right, Focus. I called the guy and get on the list for the Super 10... I still don't know how to pronounce that. Teneri? Teneri? Eh. And FZ8. Get to the dealer, sign in, yada, yada, yada. They get me on the ST first, and I'm the only guy there, so it's just me and the leader heading out. Cool. So I start to query him about the route, and he mumbles about the city and the fact that we will do a loop on city streets. No shit, we did a two-mile loop, never getting over 35 miles an hour. We came back, and I hopped on the FZ8 for another round. I will say it was great Yamaha does this demo tour, but I really can't say that I had any reason to recommend either bike, mostly because I don't cruise, and how can we the hell do we can you evaluate a bike unless you get up to highway speed or, you know, go around some corners. Really? That's their demo? Like a, a two-mile loop on city streets? Yeah, I mean, see what we're missing out on? That's horrible. Not getting demos at these places? That's ridiculousness. Wow. I mean, even Harley sends you around a few corners. Harley just, but Harley just tells you to go. Well, that, that, that's true. <laughs> BMW took uh, their demo route, went up and over uh, yeah, Suncrest. Sun it was yeah. all right. But, uh, yeah, this is this is almost like they were not demo bikes, but bikes they were selling. I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking what we've got here is we've got the, the grudging demo. This is the this is the extreme version of the day we came to Triumph and they tried everything they could do to keep us from actually doing the ride with the, the other Triumph. demo bikes. Other Triumph, not the cool Triumph. I don't know. If I got that kind of demo ride, I think... Uh, that would leave a bad taste in my mouth. As bad as, you know, just not getting one at all. Yeah, I mean, it's great. It's fun to get on a bike or whatever, but, like... Come on. I'd be like, what? why don't they want me to ride the bike? Yeah. <laughs> what are they afraid of? <laughs> What's going to happen? Giant spring's going to pop <laughs> boy, out. Boy, 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 boy. <laughs> Burning it's tires. Smell like gas. <laughs> Make explodey noises. Die by the side of, wait a minute. Wait. Actually, when I test rode a Buell, I went out and there was a whole bunch of Harleys there. And I was the only person who wanted to test ride the Buell like all day. It was a lightning. So I went out there and the uh, the riding guy, he pulls me, calls me up at a stoplight. He's like, all right. We're going to get on the highway now. I'm going to put you in front. I was like, okay. He says, just nail it. (laughs) (laughs) And I did, and it was good. (laughs) See, that's how you show your bike off. No kidding. I mean, especially uh, the FZ8. I mean, come on. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have some sort of turn for that, or what the hell? We'll be going through some school zones, and you'll see you how need well to slow. It's twenty miles an hour. How well it, it holds twenty miles an hour. And the, the kids are gonna wave at you. And here, I'm gonna give you this bag of candy that you can throw to the kids as we ride by the school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds good. Yep. No, that's just that's horrible. So, what have you learned this week, Chuck? I learned I, I shouldn't show up at Starbucks in an adventure outfit. <laughs> Probably true. On the other hand, if you don't show up in an adventure outfit, it'll hurt more. <laughs> yeah, I'll be ready for the beating that comes. Because let me tell you what I've learned. Adventure hurts. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this week. Till next time, I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next week. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheel Nerds production. All rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent.